Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of Minivan Chronicles. And today I have a special edition because I have a passenger in the minivan. My buddy and co-worker who has turned best friend, Miss Allison Noah. And so we're going to chat a little bit today about just creating that village at school um, that that is supportive and just how that's come to be. We both have had just kind of different philosophies and different um, experiences with work. And so we're going to get on into it. Miss Allison is the chemistry teacher um, at the school that I teach at. And what year is this? Your ninth? Is it your ninth year or 10th year? I think I'm starting my 10th year. I'm starting my 10th year. So are are we the same? I think I started in 2011 teaching. And you did a half year that year, or was that a full I, year? I taught the full year, but I long-term subbed and um, did a trimester at school. So maybe you're 11 years then. It's my 11th year. The 2011. 10, because oh. it's my 10th year, oh. so it must be your 11th year. Okay, okay. 10th year at Highland Park, 11th year total. It's not our first rodeo. <laughs> Feels like it. So we actually just got done with like a big long hike and we were kind of chatting, chatting about this already of like, what, what were you like when you were a new teacher as far as like time management and like contract hours and stuff like that? Well, I definitely wasn't hiking at Banning State Park. Um, My (laughs) last week of summer, I was freaking out about school instead. Yes. Shout out to Banning, go there. Yeah, how has that evolved? How has that changed? Um, we were talking how my first few years, I would be the last teacher in the building. Or at least yeah. on my floor. Yeah. Daily. Working without a lot of uh, a lot of good outcome because I never took a break. Yeah. And, like, working those additional hours and staying after school and whatnot, like weren't necessarily your most productive no times yeah work a full day with students and then go straight into more work without taking a mental break wasn't a good idea so what got you out of that like how did you transition because that's not the teacher that I know you as now yeah that was years I really feel like it took years and that's where you know, we, we started talking about having your village at work. And that was really scary for me to, to make friends at work, to figure out who, who I jived with. Yeah. Right? Like, who you want to hang out with. Um, should I just keep my head down and just do my work and, and not worry about it? Or should I find friends? Um, and I really just focused on work for a lot of years. And it took other teachers to be 
brave and to invite me to things. Yeah. Right? It was it was McKinney who initially would like check in on me or he's try to start um, you know maybe going for a run. He invited me for a run once many years ago, and that's when it started clicking. Like Yeah, this doesn't have to be like this. This is only I come here to work and then yeah. I leave type of place. Yeah, but it took it took many, many, many years, honestly. And then when you came to the building, um, I feel like that's when it really started falling into place. Like I feel like I was more vulnerable with myself. I was willing to put myself out there. I'd been teaching for a few years by then. I was ready for it. I needed it. I needed yeah. it. And I feel like there's a couple parts there because there's like the one part of like there needs to be teachers who are willing to like invite other teachers to like go do stuff and invite them like over and over and over again. Because I feel like there was many times where I was like, oh, I can't go out on Friday or I can't do this or that. But like that repeated invitation really was like oh these people like it's not just like a pity invite or it's yeah. not just like an invite like as a, a nicety but it was like oh these people actually want to hang out with me yeah I think that repetition is important because I definitely said no a lot like oh I would love to but I just I really have to finish this and yeah you're right that's not me now now I'm like yeah let's go I'll do this later yeah 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 totally different mindset like I understand now that if I take that break if I go do that thing, I can come back to my work later or in the morning. And I'm going to be more focused. I'm going to be more productive. I'm not going to be drained. I'm going to have more energy because I took that break. And the cool thing is, like, I know that at Highland, a lot of students have noticed, like, oh, that's the group of teachers that hang out together. Like, that's a group of teachers that, like, do stuff together. And I think it's really had a positive impact on, like, the students, too, Yes, they think it's fun when I see students out and about, you know, in the real world, out in the wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll say, like, oh, yeah, I hung out with Wedger and her kids. They're like, oh, my gosh, you guys are so cute. Yeah. Are you work besties? They love and I it. Think, and I think that's also given us, like, a, like, because we hang out outside of school, it's also given us, like, a, like, I don't think it's, like, intentionally, like, we're going on a hike and we're like, oh, let's talk about X, Y, Z as far as teaching, but it's allowed us to, like, just be together, and therefore, we've talked about things that are teaching-related, and it's improved our practice in the classroom. Oh, my gosh. We remember hanging out with math teachers when we were biking or hiking, Yeah, and they were brainstorming lessons to, like, a certain topic that they yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. Like actually came up with what they're going to teach while we were hanging out having fun mm-hmm. different environments yeah and I think it's cool. like I, I remember we were all hiking together and we got I was like trying to figure out what my like final project will be for natural resources and we came up with the coolest idea and it was like how to incorporate like other content mm-hmm. areas too so you have like that cross curricular yeah which how cool for students like that they're not just taking an egg class or they're not just taking a chem class but they're having like these other concepts that are being brought into the classroom and that that's not gonna like there's not the time and space to be able to do that in a normal work day I think that topic has come up a lot 
and we also know what like each other is teaching in their yeah. classes which I think is helpful to know like what our students you, you know if they're coming from your class in chemistry halfway through the year what have they learned yeah. so far and what can I say oh you guys remember when you yeah. were in Miss Noah's class like and that happens with our math buddies, right? Yes. Like, yes. What are you graphing? Oh, okay. So I can say, I know oh, you're graphing. <laughs> I know you understand this. Or not even being rude about it, just, but just saying, hey, in math, you had to label your X and Y axis. Who remembers what the independent dependent variable is? Like yes. giving them that connection. So like, oh yeah, we did do that. Yes. 100%. But I think going back to your original question, I think you said something like, when or why or how did I get to that point? And I think it truly was like that just that one other teacher to not give up on mm-hmm. me. And, you know, now that we've kind of found a crew and, you know, we have a more veteran teacher who bikes and hikes with us, mm-hmm. who really said how that's so, so important in a school to to really take the new teachers under your wing and kind of not give them a choice. Like he was saying how yeah. we didn't have a choice. Like the teachers would come and be like, all right, you're going to the staff lounge now. Yeah, like for lunch. Like you're coming with us. You're not sitting in your room. Otherwise, it's so easy to just spend your entire lunch break just staring at your computer, finishing that one email or doing that one tweaking. Like I was laughing today how, oh, my PowerPoint's not perfect enough. And yeah. what, what? What do we say? It's like Who, who's gonna notice? No one that your students don't remember your perfect PowerPoint yeah. even two weeks after you've yeah. done it. <laughs> so why spend my lunch break doing that one thing? And that's been really important for me to remember because now that I do have my work crew, right, my work village, I'm happy and fulfilled. But oh, yeah. it'd be really easy for me to not invite other people because yeah yeah so it's really important I keep on saying to myself like don't forget about the other people keep on looking for others to invite Mm -hmm. extend open it up to everybody and don't quit yeah because I mean that could be the difference of like a newer teacher like really enjoying the school Mm -hmm. and wanting to stay there versus them feeling like they don't quite fit in and either sticking it out but not enjoying their work and or switching schools or saying this isn't a place for me I don't feel like I fit in and we've talked about that in our building like I've never looked for another job I love where I work but it wasn't very welcoming and everybody I felt like kind of lived in their own little bubble their own floor kept to themselves worried about their own subject that's why I was in that mindset or that rut for so many years and well I just stick to myself mm-hmm. and I yeah it would have been easy for me to quit or give up or go elsewhere so I try to remember that with new teachers now like let's keep on asking them to come to lunch even if they say no 10 times in a row don't stop yeah no I agree and I think there's th- I've talked to a couple of different people that have had the like end of year like post graduation like happy hour with like yeah. their coworkers, and especially some newer teachers that have said like it's nice to get to know my coworkers as like 
not as teachers, but as, like, human beings, you know, like, as people, and it really kind of changes that relationship and, and creates more of, like, that, that climate and culture that, like, feels like a village where everyone's, like, looking out for one another, and I think there's also that part of, like, we were kind of talking about, like, having coworkers who really have got your back and, like, are rooting for you and want you to succeed as a teacher versus, like, the competition and, like, teachers wanting to, like, show off and show that they're the best, you know? And I think that, like, when you know a person on, on a personal level, um, and on more of, like, a friendship level, you do really want the best for them. You want to see them feel happy in their jobs and, um, seeing them, like, find confidence in their, in their teaching. Yeah, and going, you know, you brought up the graduation happy hour, kind of post-graduation little get-together we have. There are certain teachers that, if we never did that, I probably would never stop and talk to in the hallway. It would just be a good morning, good afternoon, and keep on walking. Mm -hmm. But to, yeah, you get to know them, you learn a little bit about their family or where they live, and and then you actually stop and chat. Like, oh yeah, you mentioned that, or how's your kid doing, or so-and-so, or how was the cabin you talked about? Like, you find a reason to have, like, a more meaningful conversation during the day instead of just a good morning, oh, how's the copier working? (laughs) Jammed again. Yeah, and I and I just think that that makes when your work environment, when you I I don't even know how to explain that, but like when you enjoy your workplace, it makes your job feel like less of a job. And I think a lot of teachers say like, I love the kids, but it's the other stuff. I don't mm-hmm, like. mm-hmm. So if I love working with the kids and I enjoy working with my coworkers, like. A win-win. Yeah, that's great. One hundred percent. And I think, like, I feel like I've had a unique experience this past year. Like, the reason that I left Highland was, like, very simply because the drive time was a little bit longer than what I was looking for. Like, there was not anything at, at Highland that I didn't like. Like, there's the part of teaching where it's like filling out paperwork is a real bore, a real snooze fest. But like. I love the students, the co like if you have good coworkers that really makes it and I feel like my experience this past year was really rough and I think it was because at Highland it was such a good like just such a really good supportive crew that really like wanted to share something that worked out well in their classroom or like would pop in and be like, Hey, what are you teaching right now, Miss Wedger? Like that part felt really good and really natural and it felt very like um, I don't, like, just friendly, honestly. Like, it just feels like no one's coming in to look at you to see how well you're teaching or, yeah. like, to critique you. No, or, like, you I'll know. pop in your classroom and just, like, look at what's on your kids' desks and be like, oh, this is interesting. What's this? Yeah. Oh, can will you share that with me? Yeah. Like, and we don't even teach the same subject, but you can get ideas from each other. And, or I feel like had them, I've had them, we have other coworkers who've had those mornings where like, shoot, I need something right now, like, I need an idea for a quick activity, and like, and we brainstorm it and go, yeah, Yeah, somebody's (laughs) got something for you, and you know, and six, seven years ago, I wouldn't have had that, it would have just been like, well, uh, I guess I'm going to go to the tech 
textbook or something. Yeah. And I feel like we've when you get to know people on that personal level, you you can tell when something's going on too. Like, oh, I'm gonna bring them a coffee tomorrow morning. Yes. I'm gonna yes, just yes, yes. drop off a treat for them. Like they're having a bad week or I just need to pop my head in and be like, how are things? Like you can just kinda tell to know that you've got somebody who'll go make coffees for you or yeah. go in and grab this for you. Who'll let you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Here's the crazy thing too that I haven't I've not thought about until I thought about my own children. And it's like, you know, they spend more time with their daycare provider than they do me on like a normal non-summer basis, right? But then I also spend more time at work than I do with like my yeah. you know, my kids and my family. It's like what? Yeah. So like you have to really like your work, otherwise it's you're not living a very good life. Yeah. And I think what we But I think you have to create that. Like exactly. There's like climate control, essentially. Like you're in the position where you you have the opportunity to create that climate and that culture around you. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say is that my experience was not super welcoming and friendly and it took a long time for it to get there. And so what I would like to share with people is like be vulnerable. Take those chances, take mm-hmm. those risks, try to make the climate you want. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone's going to snicker behind your back and be like, oh, that's cute. They want to be buddies. Like, yeah. okay, whatever. They're not your people. Yeah, they're not <laughs> your people. It's fine. You're going to find your people. And not everybody's going to agree. Not everybody's going to think it's all fun. Like, we definitely have other coworkers who are like, oh, that crew. But it's, you got your crew. Yeah. And it took, it took work. It took time. It took work. It took perseverance. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we're running a marathon here, but I mean, really, isn't that, t- I mean, t- how, how long do you think we're going to teach for? 15, 20 yeah. more years? Like I want to be in a relay race or a marathon yeah. <laughs> with people I trust yeah. and people who are going to make it fun. Mm-hmm. And, and then you got your summers, right? They're teachers. Mm-hmm. They have summers off too. Like you've got your summer buddies built in. Yep. Especially when you got ones with kids. Yep. 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 I saw those things. And I think, I mean, the, I guess the one last piece that I think has really brought us all together is, is doing some yes. bigger, longer trips that are a little bit more, you know, like we've done some overnight longer camping trips. And I think that really like, I mean, you get to know people really good. Yeah. But even like the longer bike trips and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I, I like the, I love how you said at the beginning, like inviting other people and thinking about like, we have our kind of crew, but like, yeah, getting to know other people that, and inviting other people that are maybe outside that crew, I think is really important. And I think, yeah, cause we have our crew that we know, we know our capabilities because I mean, maybe for your listeners, we get together and do a lot of active things. Yeah. Biking, yeah, yeah. biking hiking, hiking, paddling. And so we kind of know our capabilities and we know like, oh yeah, we can do that. But I think the cool thing is that we've tried, we not only do that with our smaller crew, but then we also try to do all staff. Like, hey, after school bike ride, all abilities, all staff can come. It's shorter, it's easier. We go at whatever pace we need to go. 
don't make anybody feel bad or weird. Um, you know, you just pay attention, like, who's going slower? Okay, well, let's drop back behind them and let them be the lead biker. Or, mm-hmm. And I think that's really great is that, yes, we have, like, exclusive things we do together, but we also are trying to create this climate for the yeah. whole building. Yeah. It's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. So, moral of the story, it takes time. It's in your control to really decide what you want that that culture and that climate to be. And if you are more of a veteran teacher, get out there. (laughs) Invite invite, those friends. Talk to those young teachers. Make them feel welcome. Invite them to happy hour. Bring them a random coffee. Invite them to eat lunch with you. Try to get people together outside of work. I mean, we were doing it pretty weekly. Mm-hmm. A walk, a bike ride. It doesn't have to be a happy hour. Uh, uh, sit in each other's classroom yes. in the morning and have coffee together. Yes. Check in on them. Don't just say, good morning, how are you? Like, ask them what they're doing. What are the... What do you need help? For the week, yeah. If they say... Um, like, what was there? Or they just had a, a lesson, like, ask them how the lesson went. Or, like, oh, we should brainstorm that together. Or, like, I remember one of the first days that we were, first days of school, and you were doing, like, your airplane lab. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, it didn't quite go this way or whatever. And we, like, sat and you, like, wrote stuff out on, like, yeah, a, was, a napkin or, like, a little sheet of paper. It was on my calendar. Yeah. I took a picture of it. Yeah. I was like, this is why having, like, your people rocks. Yeah. Because like, you get, like... I don't know. Two brains are obviously better than one. Way better. Yeah. All right, friends. We are almost to our destination. And that was a good old long episode of Minivan Chronicles. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And we honestly just truly love sharing with others. So if you have any questions, you can find me on Hannah Wedger on Instagram. Or you can go ahead and DM the green and growing EDU. Um um, Instagram as well. And if you have not been able to tell yet from our conversations, a lot of you have been asking where I am headed this school year and I am heading back to Highland Park because that is my home. Um, so we're just reframing our mindset that the drive is just, it's a wee bit long, but that's a great time for audiobooks and podcasts and recording episodes of Minivan Chronicles. So, (laughs) hope y'all have a great week. Bye-bye, everyone.